Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord shower His grace upon you. And pour His love, His faith, His blessing, and good things upon your life. I'm so glad that you are hungry to learn the truth of God. This teaching is in the series called Ministry Enrichment. We are saved by grace, and we want to walk with Him by faith. Therefore, we should really. Learn how to walk by faith, and understand the truth of God. I believe that all of you want to serve the Lord, and want to be a part of the kingdom of God. We have only one life to live, and God has given us the calling, the gifts, the anointing, the grace, in order to be a part of the great commission. I believe that you love God so much, and you want to build His kingdom and His local churches, in order to. Be a very effective servant of the Lord to do the ministry fruitfully. We need to understand the biblical principle. We need to understand how we can serve Him. In this teaching, I would like to talk about roles of pastors and elders in the New Testament. We are in the New Testament era. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much for teaching us the truth. Thank you so much for opening our spiritual eyes to see the light of heaven, and may your truth be imprinted into our heart. Give us understanding and insight, so that we can serve you fruitfully, effectively, and run the race to the end until we get to the finish line. We want to be fruitful for you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In this teaching, we want to talk about the roles of pastors in the local church and elders as well, according to the New Testament teaching. We're going to look at the words used for various church leadership roles in the New Testament, and we will try to apply the understanding into our real life. The first word that we see in the scripture is the word "elder." This word comes from the Greek language "presbyteros." The word "presbyteros" means an older man. In the New Testament, it was used for high council of the Jews, or we call the Sanhedrin, the elders or the Leader of the community of the Jews. It's also mean the elders of a group of Christian in the church, presbyteros, the Greek language. It also mean older person, either male or female. Therefore, this word is borrowed by the New Testament church. 
from the Jewish synagogue or the Jewish community in the New Testament time. It means the community elder or leader. This scripture that I can read from now on use this word presbyteros, and we're gonna see that this person, the elder, is a part of the leadership of the church. This group of leaders are helping to direct the affairs of the church, and also making major decision. The elders may have different responsibility according to their giftings. Some elders have the gift of preaching and teaching, so they not only guide the church, guide the affair of the church, where to go, what to do, how we spend money, what building we're gonna be in, the spiritual direction of the church. Some of them may be involved in preaching. And teaching, there are leaders who guide the affair of the church. Let's look at First Timothy, chapter five, verse seventeen. Let the elders, presbyteros, who perform the duties of their office, well be considered doubly worthy of honor, and of adequate financial support, especially those who labor faithfully in. Preaching and teaching. Elders are very strong and mature believer in the church, who have been in the church long enough, who knows the vision of the church, who knows the calling of the senior pastor, and the direction of that church, who knows the Bible, and understand the will of God led by the Spirit. They all come together as a team to give the direction of the ministry of the church. Some of them can be doing the ministry of preaching and teaching as well. So elders are the group of believers in the local church, guiding the affair of the church. In First Timothy chapter four, verse fourteen, the Bible talk about elders again. Do not neglect your gift. Which was given you through a prophetic message, when the body of elders, not one elders, body of elders, lay their hands on you. The apostle Paul talk about the group of elders lay hand on Timothy, and gave prophetic words to him. Second Timothy chapter one verse six. That is why I would remind you, Timothy, to stir up. Rekindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you, by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. In the local church, when the pastor and the Group of elders wanted to ordain somebody or appoint somebody into the leadership position, such as become a deacon, pastor, teachers, or missionary. The pastor and the elders will lay hand on this person, and when they lay hand, they impart the gift 
or the grace into that person, so that that person will have the anointing and grace to be able to fulfill his calling. Again, the elders of the church are those who lay hand for ordination and to give the guidance of the affair of the church. First Peter chapter five verses one to five. I warn and counsel the elders among you, the pastors, and spiritual guides of the church. In this scripture, talk about elders, and elders are composed of pastors, people who are gifted in the fivefold ministry. Pastors and spiritual guides. They may not be pastor, but they may be apostle, prophet. Evangelists or deacons or overseers, those who work in the area of guiding the local church, spiritual guides, as a fellow elder, and an eyewitness called to testify of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a sharer in the glory, the honor, and splendor that is to be revealed, disclosed, unfolded, ten naked. Nurture, God guide and fold the flock of God. That is your responsibility, not by coercion or constraint, but willingly, not dishonorably, motivated by the advantages and profits belonging to the office, but eagerly and cheerfully, not domineering as arrogant, dictatorial, and. Overbearing persons over those in your charge, but being examples, patterns, and models of Christian living to the flock, the congregation, and then when the chief shepherd, the Bible calls Jesus the chief shepherd, elders work under the shepherd. They need to listen to the spirit of Christ in leading the church, receive the direction, receive the vision. And what to do? The guidance from the chief shepherd. When the chief shepherd is revealed, you will win the conqueror's crowd of glory. Likewise, you who are younger and of lesser rank, be subject to the elders. Who are the elders? The ministers and the spiritual guides of the church, giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel. Clothe. Or apron yourself, all of you, with humility as the garb of a servant, so that its covering cannot possibly be stripped from you. With freedom from pride and arrogance toward one another, for God sets Himself against the proud, the insolent, the overbearing, and the disdainful, the presumptuous and boastful, and He opposes and frustrates and defeats them. But gives grace, favor, and blessing to the humble. From this scripture, we can see that the elders are leaders in the church. A group of leaders who guide the affair of the church by listening to the chief shepherd. This group of elders can be composed of pastor, or apostle, or prophet, or deacons, or overseer. They are. Leaders in the church to guide the affair of the church. In my church, I have 
many elders that we meet about twice a month in my house. Some of them are deacons. Some of them are overseers, and I can explain about overseer later on. And some of them are pastors, like me and Pastor Da, and other pastors. So they all come together and pray together, and make a decision by listening to the Holy Spirit to give the direction to the church. What we're going to do for our church camp? What we're going to do with the mission work, with the finances? The elders are leading the church. Affair of the church will be guided by the elders who submit to God. The second word used in the Bible as the leaders in the church is the word bishop or overseer in English. The Greek language is episkopos. What does it mean, episkopos? It means someone who watches over. Who watches over. In other words, they are like a shepherd. They are overseer. They oversee the people of God or the business of God. They are the guardian, the supervisor, the keeper. They are church leader that oversee the things in the church. This may be the same person as an elder. Like in my church, I have some overseers. Who join into the eldership board? They are not really pastor, but they are overseer. They oversee a group of American people and the ministry. They oversee the spiritual well-being and the spiritual things of the church. But they are not ordained to be pastor. I will explain about pastor later on. In First Timothy chapter three. Paul gives qualifications for overseers and deacons. This word is also used of Jesus Christ, who is described as the overseer of the church. Let me read scriptures. Acts chapter twenty, verse twenty-eight. Therefore, take heed to yourself and to all the flock. The flock means the church, the people of God in the church, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. To shepherd the church of God, which He purchased with His own blood, overseer are shepherd, looking after God's people and guide God's people. They, in fact, function in the pastoral ministry, looking after God's people. The Bible called them overseer or shepherd. They lead, they guide, they teach, they give counsel, they train people. So many people may function in this position in the church, but they are not the so-called pastor in the fivefold ministry gift. I'm going to explain about pastor soon, but they function like a pastor, but they are not gifted as a Real top pastor or assistant pastor. They work, for example, as care group leaders. They oversee the people in the care group, but they are not gifted as a real pastor who teach and preach on Sunday, or they can oversee the worship ministry, looking after all the 
members of the worship team, or they may be overseeing the ushering ministry or children ministry. They look after, they oversee people in each ministry. In Titus chapter one, verses six to seven, if a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or insubordination, for a bishop or overseer must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. Again, this scripture talks about overseer, those who function in a pastoral work over different groups of people in the church. Some of them may join the eldership team, but some of them just work over people. Like for example, the youth leaders in my church, she and he are not really pastor, but they oversee the youth. And there are many overseers in the youth team in my church. Those who have been an older believer, grow up in the church, they help in taking care of the young people in the church as overseers. But they are not elders of the church. They are overseeing the youth members. First Peter chapter 2, verse 5, For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Who is the shepherd, the overseer? The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is the best example of overseers. So that is the second word. The first word is presbyteros or elders. An older man, which means a person who are older spiritually, know God more, doesn't have to be old man with age, but mean those who walk with God long enough and become more mature, can lead the affair of the church. Number two, overseer, those who look after God's people, take care of God's people. Number three, the third kind of leaders in the local church is deacon or minister. The Greek language is diakonos which means a servant. The person who volunteer or work full-time as a servant, he, the, he is the one or she is the one who serves without necessarily having the office of deacon, also is deacon. He may not have even the title in the church as deacon, but he serves. I give you example. In my video team of the church, I have many people work in that team, and they are all deacons. They are servants. We may not call them deacon so-and-so, but they are deacon in the eyes of God. They are the servant, and some of them may be in the leadership level of that group of deacon, or they may be assistant but they are all deacons or people who serve in the children ministry who help take care of the babies or the children program. They are also ministers or deacons, people who serve as ushers or people who play guitar in the worship team or singer. These people are deacons, servants in the church. But this group of people have leader over them as a position of a leadership 
over a group of deacons. Deacons are people who have been entrusted to serve the needs of the believers in the local church. We can see this word in many many scripture. This person who work as a deacon or serve as a deacon is responsible for certain ministry in the local church. In the Bible, we can see Philips and Stephen, who were responsible for distributing food to the widows in Acts chapter six. Acts chapter six verses one to seven. Now, in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in their daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, "It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren." Seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit. You see, deacon who serve the table must not be just anybody, but people with good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. Those who fear God, filled with the Holy Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit, whom we may appoint over this business—business business of serving the table, the need of the widow in that generation. But we will give ourselves continually to pray and to the ministry of the word. So you see that the pastor and the apostle spend more time in prayer and preparing the teaching and feeding the flock with the word. Like me, I'm a pastor. I spend a lot of time on the word of God and praying and seeking the Lord, and join the eldership team to give the guidance of the affair of the church. I cannot go to people's house to clean up their house. Cooking, cleaning up dishes. I rather spend time in preparing the word of God. I have only 24 hours a day. But there are people who are deacons who will serve people cooking in the kitchen, serving the table, or being ushers in the church, or doing the PowerPoint, or computer work, or financial management. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they showed Stephen a man full of faith. I hope you are the man and woman full of faith, and full of the Holy Spirit. I love that. And Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, and they lay hand on them. Again, there is some appointment or ordination by the apostle and elders and pastor. Then the word of God spread. Because the apostle had more time to preach the gospel and preach the word, and the numbers of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. You can see here that when elders, pastor, apostle, prophet, and deacons all work together as a team, everyone is responsible and faithful to their own calling and their own job or their ministry. The kingdom of God grow, so we all need everybody. We work together as a team: elders, overseer, pastor, prophet, and deacons. Acts chapter eight verse five: Philip the deacon, not the apostle, went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ, the Messiah, to them, the people. Philip worked as a deacon, not as the apostle, 
and eventually God anointed him to be an evangelist. When I went to Thailand, I need a camera team to tape or to record my teaching. I need a sound team. I need big group of archers. I need worship team. I cannot do everything myself. I need all these elders and pastor and overseers and deacons to help me to preach the gospel. All of them gonna get reward in heaven like me, even though they may not be behind the microphone. But they all work in their calling. I appreciate all these people, the worship team, camera team, sound team, powerful point team, children program team, ushering team, greeter team. All these are working as deacons or servant in the ministry. Roman chapter 12 verse 7. If it is serving. Let him serve. Talking about deacon serving. If it is teaching, let him teach. That is in NIV. Let's look at another one. Romans twelve seven. Or the position of a deacon of the church. Let a man give himself to it. Or he who has the power of teaching, let him make use of it. This is a Bible in basic English. The Bible in basic English. The word serve is deacon. Romans chapter 16, verse 1. Now I introduce and commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deaconess. There is also woman deaconess of the church at Sanchira. You see, deacon can be a woman too. Ephesians six twenty one. Now that you may know how I am and what I am doing, Tychesus, the beloved brother and faithful minister, which means deacon, in the Lord and his service will tell you everything. This person served as a minister or deacon. In Ephesians 6.21, in another version, say, I am sending Tychicus to you. He is our dear brother and faithful deacon in the Lord's work. He will tell you everything that is happening to me so that you will know how I am getting along. You can see that one version say minister, another version say deacon. In other words, deacons are Christians who commit themselves to serve the Lord in certain ministry. They are not pastors, they are not teachers, they are not overseers, or they are not the elders of the church. But one of these days, as they serve, some of them may be anointed and promoted by God to be pastor or elders or evangelists or apostle. When I start my ministry long time ago in Thailand in the Baptist church, I was one of the deacons. I was not a pastor yet. I went out to carry the chair, put up the table, open the door, sweep the floor. I helped the American missionary. And in a year, God appointed me and anointed me to be teacher in the church. I began to teach the Sunday school and eventually I became a pastor there. You see, you start from serving faithfully and God see your heart, see your faithfulness and he can anoint you with more anointing. The fourth kind of leaders in the New Testament is pastor. 
In the Greek language, we call poimen, a shepherd, a shepherd. This is a little bit different from overseer. They're similar in ministry they do in taking care of God's people, but pastor is in the fivefold ministry gifts. They are leaders of the body of Christ, of the local church. They are shepherd of God's flock, taking care, minister, teach, train people to become more like Christ. Overseer look after people, but pastor is a leader in the body of Christ. Eventually, I pray every local church will have a senior pastor who is gifted by Jesus. Pastor, apostle, prophet, evangelist are the gift of Jesus Christ in Ephesians chapter four. So again, we see elders that um, a group of people mixed between deacons and pastor and overseer to lead the church to give. The direction of the affair of the church. We see deacons who serve in different ministry, overseer who look after God's people, and now pastors. In Ephesians chapter four, verses ten to fourteen, he who descended, mean Jesus, is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he, mean Jesus himself, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists. And some pastor and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro, and carry about with. The Every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. You can see that in the local church there are also leaders that are appointed by Jesus Himself, apostles. Usually, apostle mean leaders who work in the church, serve in the church for a period of time. Either as a teacher or prophet or pastor, and one day God appoint this person to be sent out into the mission field to pioneer the church and to be the father of the father of the church. He is like a grandfather. He served God long enough to understand the ministry and know God very well and understand how to build the church. He is sent out to different cities to. Help the church, like Apostle Paul was sent out from Antioch. Prophets are also leader in the church who receive direction and give the word of the Lord by the Holy Spirit to give the direction or guidance to the church. Give the word of prophecy. Evangelists are also one of the leader in the fivefold ministry who. Preach the gospel and evangelize in the world. These people have a high level of anointing to train other to be evangelists or to be gospel preacher. Pastors are those who oversee 
take care of the local church members. Apostle travel. He or she doesn't stay there all the time. He keeps traveling back and forth. But pastor a local, stay with a flock. Evangelists travel to go out, evangelize, and train people to do the work of the ministry. These five kind of people equip God's people to do the ministry. Teachers may not be pastor, but the pastor can be the teacher as well in one person, pastor and teachers. But teachers alone can just teach the Bible, but they don't take care of God's people that much. They're more gifted in, in understanding the scripture and produce lesson and teaching materials in order to feed the flock. Pastor are people who are in the five kind of leaders given to church by Jesus Christ. The role of pastor is very important and similar to apostle, evangelist, prophet, and teacher. One of the leaders mentioned in Ephesians chapter 4 is the pastor who is responsible for all overall spiritual care of a local church congregation. They are to provide direction, instruction, correction, spiritual nourishment, and spiritual healing. This word is also used of Jesus, who is described as the shepherd or pastor of the universal church in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25. The word is also used for elders when describing their responsibility to look over the members of the church. In other words, a group of people who are elders in the church, some of them are pastor of that local church. Some of them may be deacon. Acts chapter 20, 28, Take care and be on guard for yourself and the whole flock over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you, bishops and guardians, to shepherd, tend, feed, and guide the church of the Lord and of God, which he obtained from himself, buying it and saving it for himself with his own blood. This scripture talks about pastor who shepherd the flock of God, whom God purchased with his own blood. All this term that I talk about, elders, overseers, deacons, pastors, or apostle, prophet. All these terms are leaders in the church. Sometimes these roles and responsibility could overlap. Some people may work as a pastor and deacon at the same time. Some people are only deacons. Some people are deacons and overseers looking after a group of people at the same time. One person may have many ministries and the ministry can overlap on each other. So we need to understand that that's okay. But we know that these people are working as leaders in the local church. For example, a person who was a pastor or spiritually caring for people could also be an elder, one of the leadership of the local church who give guidance to the church. And he can be an overseer, the leader of a local congregation at the same time. I want to show you a very good example about pastor and elders and overseer in Acts chapter 15. In this situation, there were some people from Jerusalem who came to Antioch, teaching that the Gentiles needed to be circumcised in order to be part of God's people. Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them, 
So they traveled to Jerusalem to see the apostles and elders and pastor about this question. Acts chapter 15 verses 1 to 2. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised, according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. You see, in the church in Jerusalem, there are apostles who travel, plant churches and elders of a local church there. The pastor, overseer, deacon, join together to lead, to guide the church according to the way and the principle and the truth of God. They went up there to ask this question. We can see that different people spoke up and gave their opinion, including Paul and Peter in Jerusalem. However, it's interesting, it was James, the brother of Jesus, not one of the twelve apostles. James, who concluded the discussion with his decision. In Acts chapter 15, James was the senior pastor of that Jerusalem church. The church has a group of elders, senior pastor, the senior man. Every congregation should have one senior person, the senior pastor, the gift of pastor. Apostle can be a part of eldership. The apostle can be serving in that church or the apostle can be the senior pastor too. It depends on each church. But the senior pastor, James, Acts chapter 15, 13 to 23. And after they had become silent, James answered the senior pastor saying, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon has declared how God at the first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written, After this I will return and will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins and I will set it up, so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, say the Lord who does all these things. So the Gentile can be grafted into the Jewish Christian. Known to God from eternity are all his works. Therefore, I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God, but that we write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled, and from blood. For Moses has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. Then it pleased the apostles. You see, after the senior pastor James make a conclusion according to the leading of the Holy Spirit and according to the, all the discussion among the elders and apostles and overseer there, then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They wrote this letter by them, the apostles, the elders, and the brethren, to the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, 
and Sicilia and greetings. At New Hope International Church, the council in Jerusalem, described in Acts 15, is our best insight into how the different roles of elders and pastors work together. Here we see that a council of elders governed the church in Jerusalem and was responsible for the people who traveled from Jerusalem claiming to represent that church. They give direction and doctrine in the church. They make the decision for the doctrinal direction and the business affair of the church. The elders, the group of elders make that decision. They debated the issue at hand. At that time, the Gentile circumcision. And James, the senior pastor, make a final conclusion. He make a decision taking into account what the Holy Spirit was speaking to the whole group in Jerusalem. They were led by the Spirit. Acts chapter 15, 28, For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. Brother and sister, I believe that in our local church, we should have a group of elders who can discuss major important issues, major decisions, major doctrine in the church, such as what to buy, what land we're going to buy, or who we're going to ordain to be pastor and overseer, or any major pastoral questions and issues, the direction of the church, and after they talk and they discuss and pray together to seek the leading of the Holy Spirit, this senior pastor will make a conclusion and say what the Holy Spirit leads the eldership team and the pastor to go with the direction of the Holy Spirit. Everyone in the eldership team, in the pastoral team, should seek to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. If there is no agreement on any decision, then the issue should be postponed until the group can come into agreement and the senior pastor function as first among equals. He will make a conclusion. As a senior pastor, I listen to my eldership board, eldership team, and all the deacons and overseer in the church. And I will pray and seek the Lord as well. At one time, we were interested in buying a land and a church building. Very beautiful place in the central part of the city. All of my eldership team members say no. I myself want it so much. I want to say yes. But we could not come in agreement. I went back home, pray, they pray, and eventually the Holy Spirit spoke to me, listen to them, you yield to their decision, because all the rest say no. Actually, if I use my authority to say yes, they will submit to me. But I yield to the Holy Spirit, because I believe God knows better. And later on, a few years later, we were able to buy another piece of land which is better, cheaper, much cheaper, half price. 
because the real estate market was at the bottom. You see, God knows. A few years later, we're gonna get another land, better land, cheaper too. If I did not listen to the Holy Spirit, we will spend a lot of money on the first land. The senior pastor should receive the direction from the Lord as to what the direction the church should go in, and similarly to how Moses and Joshua received instruction from the Lord about what the nation of Israel should do or where they should go. God spoke to Moses directly, who passed on the instruction to the elders and the people of Israel. After Moses passed, Joshua received this responsibility of leadership. The principle is that God uses a person to lead the whole congregation with the eldership team to support and to give some advice to the senior man or senior person of that congregation. A New Testament scripture which is support this is in Revelation chapter 2 to Revelation chapter 3 verse 22, where Jesus spoke to seven churches. He asked the apostle John to write seven letters to churches in the province of Asia. These letters are addressed to the angel or the messenger or the leader of the church, the senior pastor of the church. That is a senior leader, the the angel. Who is responsible for the decision of the local church or the situation of that church at that generation? Revelation chapter two, verse one. To the angel of the church of Ephesus, write this thing: Say, He who holds the seven stars, he means Jesus, in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. Revelation chapter two, verse eight. Again, talk to the angel and to the angel of the church of Smyrna. Right, this thing said the first and the last mean Jesus, who was dead and came to life. In conclusion, a local church has different kinds of leadership. Number one, elders, people who are mature, who know the business of that church. Who commit to that church, to the vision of the church, who, full of the Holy Spirit, full of faith, they come together as a group of elders to pray together, to listen to God, to give the guidance and the direction of the local church. Out of that eldership, there is also senior pastor who will eventually say, "This is the direction." After he seek the Holy Spirit. And seek the counsel of the eldership together. They need to come in agreement. There are many pastors in the local church in the fivefold ministry. These people have a higher anointing than just somebody who take care of the members as overseer or as a mentor of the church. So it's pastor, apostle, prophet, and also there are overseers. Some of them may be pastor. Some of them may not be pastor, but they oversee group of people in the church. They are doing spiritual care of the members, and there are also deacons. These people work in different ministry to meet the needs of the church and the people in the church, like cooking team, ushering team, children program team, worship team, sound team. 
greater team, financial team, or those who go around to take video in the mission field. These are deacons. Now you understand there are many kinds of leaders and servants in the church, and I hope that you will be able to apply this lesson, this truth into your own life, and you will understand other people. Who serve the Lord in the different ministry and functions? May the Lord bless you. If you don't fully understand, listen one more time or two more times. If you have any question, feel free to ask me or ask your pastor. And I believe that you will be very fruitful servant of the Lord in this generation, and you will have a lot of rewards in heaven. When you go to heaven, you will have a big mansion there because you are so faithful in serving the Lord. God bless you. May the Lord put His hand on you, expand your territory, and bless you with the blessing of Abraham, so that you can be the blessing to the nations. In Jesus' name. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www. NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.